0: Welcome to the Fight with Depression podcast, the podcast for people who want to improve their mental health. My name is Christopher Boussard, and on this episode today, I have Molly again, and we will be speaking about conflict resolution. And this episode, we're going to be talking about what it looks like for unhealthy and healthy conflict resolution and how that has Changed in our marriage. So thank you for listening and here we go Welcome and thank you for joining me. We once again have Molly on the episode. So hello to Molly
1: Hello, I'm Hi. happy to be back.
0: Good. I mean, I've not, been here the whole
1: time. Yeah, I've just been quiet
0: not Constantly quiet but not I mean, constantly. giving up um, opinions so anywho Thank you for uh, joining us today. We will be addressing conflict resolution. You see what I did there? Addressing. We're going to be addressing it. Yes. So instead of avoiding it. Yeah. Ha-ha-ha.
1: That was good. It took me a second there. Yeah. I, I need to add. We're addressing healthy conflict.
0: Oh, I would like to. I would like to take a look at um, healthy and unhealthy conflict. Yes. And I'm gonna. Uh, just be springing this on Molly, but I think uh, she and I will be demonstrating both a unhealthy and healthy conflict resolution um, scenario. Um, Oh my goodness. So any, I was going to say anywho, but I already said anywho. Yeah. Anyway, um so Molly and I if you have listened to the last um couple episodes the last episode with uh Emily, um I did mention that she and I are facilitating. I didn't say that we were facilitating. I noticed that um I said that we were doing a marriage uh course. Mm-hmm. Um but this uh, this go around we are facilitating. Yeah, a... we
1: took it last year. Yes.
0: We yeah, we so we took it last year um And I was, this is when I was in the middle of my recliner, um, period of time. And so I was, yeah, I, we took it while I was at home and kind of learned a lot. And I think Molly was very, super excited to, to share it with, um, a bunch of other people. And so we did that. And one of the things that we did learn through that was, um, proper conflict, resolution. And some of the things that I'm going to say that I noticed were the ways that I was not addressing conflict properly. And I think it really did help. Uh, I know that, you know, even recently, I'm still Molly's have to, okay, now this is how we address conflict. And I say, okay, that's, yep, that's correct. So (laughs) Uh, and do you want to talk about that at all? Like th- what we learned through the course, or?
1: Um, well, I, I do. I think I want to back up just a little bit and say that we, for a very, very long time, were not good with conflict. Um, I, you know, neither one of us. It's not on you. It's not on me. Just as a couple, we did not argue well if you want to call it that. And we didn't necessarily stand up for ourselves very well. And um, in other relationships also, we didn't know how to handle conflict. And through the marriage course, we learned not only how to handle conflict with each other, but you know, we were able to take some of those tools and use them um, outside of the home as well. Well,
0: outside of the home, but also with, with the, the kids, kids yeah. yeah I-, I think one thing that I kind of have noticed and I started paying attention to, and I don't really know how the how I handled it before, but I've really kind of been more focused on it is when the kids will confront me about something. And I've been a little bit more patient with them mm-hmm. instead of, you know, if one of the kids catches me doing something or saying something that maybe I have corrected them for, Uh, and they will, you know, bring it to my attention instead of doing one of the unhealthy conflict resolution tactics. Yeah. I've noticed that I will kind of, okay. I start focusing on, okay, yep. You are right. I did tell you not to do that and I did it myself. That's not good Mm -hmm. for me to do. And then, you know, our youngest will point out that I'm playing with my beard and okay. Yes, that is a habit that I don't want to, uh, continue doing so
1: yeah yeah well and I mean just conflict in itself is difficult because it takes it takes a lot for somebody to point out or to you know, muster up the guts to say something to another person if they're having an issue or a problem or whatever that is, but it's really hard because usually you're, you feel, I mean, you can almost feel attacked in a sense, and I think that's kind of where our history was. One of us would bring something up and instead we, we would get defensive immediately Um,
0: well, nobody likes being, you know, nobody likes being told that they're doing something wrong or they've done something wrong or whatever. And I think that's what the way that we took it was that, Hey, I'm pointing this thing out to you, not as a way to help you or to whatever, but we took it as like, Oh, you're telling me I'm doing something wrong and you're criticizing me or critiquing me. You're telling me basically what the things that I've done wrong. Um,
1: Or you're pointing out that, you know, oh, I'm pointing out that you do this and then you turn around and be like, well, you do this and that's even worse or whatever it is. Um, so, so
0: I think maybe this would be a good time to maybe, uh, demonstrate our unhealthy, um, conflict resolution.
1: I have no idea what's happening.
0: Maybe something along the lines that we would have, um, we would have done before, so maybe I will, I know, Molly's face is, this is one of the times that we wish we had uh, video, um, but I, maybe something that we would have done before. So something, You. why don't you tell me that uh, you don't like the way that I've uh, spoke to the kids? Maybe I uh, snipped at one of them or something like that. Okay. This is on the fly.
1: You totally. Think of
0: a scenario.
1: Okay. Christopher, can I talk to you for a minute, please? What? I really do not appreciate it when you speak to the kids with that tone. It's really kind of demoralizing and what, you're not what tone? listening. What tone? You're, you're being very rude and you are just angry. And Well, it's... have
0: you listened to the way that you talk to them?
1: That is not what we are talking about. We are talking Well, I mean, you're getting
0: after me for talking to the I kids. I am not
1: getting after you. I am trying to talk to you.
0: Well, you, but you're telling <laughs> me that I you don't like my tone talking to the kids, but maybe you should listen to your own tone sometimes.
1: Yeah, this isn't fun This anymore. is not fun no, anymore. No, no, this isn't fun. <laughs> so we, I think that could
0: go down a whole... Um, th- there's a whole bunch of rabbit trails of yeah. how that could go mm-hmm. um but that's one of the the tactics right if you notice you're doing some of these things in an, it's an unhealthy uh conflict when what do they call that blame shifting yeah so instead of when she came up and talked to me and said can i talk to you about something I was immediately defensive Yeah. and the reason that that happens is if you're, if you can't resolve conflict between the two of you, there's always going to be that tension. So if I come up and say, Molly, can I talk to you? That means Molly, I'm going to yell at you for something. Um, and that's how, or that's how we're going to take it. Mm -hmm. So I immediately was defensive. Yeah. Okay. Christopher, can I come, can I speak to you about something? What? Like I'm already in a defensive posture. Yeah. Um, and then you said, well, can you, you know, I want to talk to you about the way that you're talking, talking to, to the, the kids. kids. And then, so instead of me looking at it and going, okay, what have I done wrong? Mm-hmm. Um, then I turn it on her. Well, what about you? Yeah. What have you done? Look at the way that, look at what you're doing. Yeah. Well, no, i we're not talking about that right now. And what we're talking about was because you are discussing, you know, you were saying something to the kids and their tone of voice. And then my immediate, my response to that was, well, then um, why are you getting after me for something that you do? So once again, I'm trying to avoid the, um, not the guilt, the, I'm trying to avoid me being the bad guy or feeling like the bad guy, because Mm -hmm. if I feel like I'm attacked, then that's how I feel is I'm being told I'm quote unquote, the bad guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's kind of like, I don't know. I think part of it too. um, And I'll be, I'll be honest. Like when you haven't been taught how to have, healthy conflict. So growing up, I always felt that I was in trouble because I kind of was always in trouble. And so if Christopher would come to me and say he needed to talk to me about something, I would immediately get nervous. And I'm like, what did I do wrong? because that's the pattern and the behavior that I learned as a child growing up. You know, if, if my parents wanted to talk to me, I was in trouble. And so kind of having to learn that, gosh, that doesn't mean that you're in trouble. That means, you know, we're, we're trying to resolve something. It's kind of like we talk to our children about, um, about school, and grades and tests and things like that. And I was really appreciative because one of the kids' teachers at one point said it so well. And it's exactly what we believe that when you get something wrong, it's so that they can, you have an opportunity to learn it. And, you know, it's not, oh, you're wrong bad score on this test or whatever it is. It's like, it's okay. You made a mistake and that's okay. Cause that's how you learn. And, um,
0: aren't they getting, getting away from doing like the red pen Are they, am I, I don't was know. that like a I dream or so. something? No, I feel we had like red pen big time. Oh, I know we did, but no,
1: I, the kids did. Okay. Yeah. I
0: felt like that that was a thing is because the red the red pen, the red marker, yeah. just immediately. I mean, so the color red encourages, well, there's a few things. It yeah. encourages hunger, um, but it also gets people more like rage. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how those are. I wish Emily was here. I could ask her about that. Yeah. <laughs> like how does it. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but it's, yeah. So when you start kind of coming at, especially when kids are younger, they, they think that, you know, oh, I'm in trouble, but if they get brought up in a healthy environment where no, the conflict doesn't mean that you're mm-hmm. in trouble. No, it means it's an opportunity to
1: learn. Absolutely. And how else do we learn? I mean, we, we learn it at some point in our lives. Now, unfortunately I did not learn healthy conflict. Um, young, it took, you know, being an adult to do that. And I, I, Believe the same is true for for you, Christopher. Am I correct in that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but with our kids, I just notice, and and we don't do everything right by any way, shape, or form. But one thing that we've really tried to instill in them is it is it's okay. To be wrong and it's okay to make mistakes and this and that you're not in trouble We're just going to help you through it and we're going to talk about it And so you can learn how to do this better the next time and it I mean it's every day in every scenario that you can think of but When it comes to relationship conflict like it takes a little work
0: so that little scenario that we kind of, the, the we ran through, um, he scared
1: me, <laughs> w-
0: but that was not a, an atypical, um, interaction in previously. Um, where that's, I mean, if something like that, that's how it would have gone. Yeah. So it may have sounded a little extreme, but that's kind of, you know, and I, I think unfortunately there's people that that's I, well, I know that that's the response. That's the reactions. Those are the, the the interactions, the conversations. That's how they go. And so I think maybe we could do... So uh, before I forget, um, this the marriage course, all of this stuff that we've been doing, we've been, really been trying to communicate and have better conversations. And there are times where... Molly will say okay remember that we need to talk about this or we need to do this and I'm going okay yep that's right my my first instinct is not to to interact properly
1: positively positively
0: it's my instinct still I still want to go back to that defensive because I'm, I'm a hedgehog um, I I want to I want to be defensive. I don't like con- conflict. I don't like, um, I don't like w- confrontation. Thank you. Mm-hmm. No, I, my brain told me that your brain did yes. tell you that. So I don't like confrontation. And so my response is going to be to, to hedgehog. Yeah. And so we, you know, when Molly comes and says, okay, well remember we need to talk about this. I'm going, instead of being defensive, I'm going, okay, Yep, that's right. Just like I do with the kids. Yep, that's right. So,
1: well, because it takes a long time to unlearn a behavior that you've had your entire life. And like I said, we're not perfect people. And even though we've, you know, gained some insight, we still have those moments where Christopher does kind of ball up into the hedgehog and I become the rhino. So the whole thing with the the marriage course, they, they're talking about um, conflict and conflict resolution and all of this and how to have a good and healthy argument. Um, but they basically break it down into two categories and people are either a hedgehog, which Christopher is a hedgehog because he likes, he avoids, he... Um, he's kind of defensive. So he, he, um, sticks his spikes out a little bit, but, uh, he, he just doesn't want to, you know, have that. And so when, when he does curl into a ball and stick his spikes out, I become the rhino and I am more aggressive. I'm one of those that, gosh, we have a problem. We're going to fix it now. And no, you don't have time to go off and collect your thoughts or go for a walk or anything because we're in conflict and it needs to be taken care of immediately. And so, um, having those two terms and kind of explaining what those mean was super beneficial in our relationship because, um, it gave me a opportunity It gave me a way to say something to Christopher and it gave him a way to say something to me where we both knew what it meant and we weren't going on the attack. So if I could, you know, tell Christopher, instead of saying, you need to speak up or why are you being so quiet or this and that, I can just gently say, you know, Christopher, you're being a bit of a hedgehog right now. And he immediately understands and he doesn't take it as me you know, coming down on him or harping on him, he understands what it means.
0: So on that note, should we, these, I think these are kind of silly when you hear people doing them, but then you realize that this is actually legit um, hearing different uh, scenarios like that. So should we uh, now do this same scenario? Sure. The, I, I like this. I like it better. Oh, okay. okay. Uh,
1: hey, Christopher, I need to talk to you. Okay. Um the way that you spoke to the kids earlier, I did not like your tone and I I really don't appreciate the way that um you were making them feel by what you were saying.
0: Okay. What what was I saying?
1: Um I gosh this is hard now. Uh, it's not about what you said; it's how you said it. And I saw the look on their faces, and they were just really hurt by um, how you spoke to them.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know. I guess I was just kind of frustrated, and you know, I I was irritated, and and you know, I just kind of took it out on them. And yeah, I guess I didn't. I don't know. I, yeah, I can see that. So I guess I'll have to go talk to them. Um, I think I think perhaps maybe we need to both kind of pay attention a little bit more how we interact with them. Because, I mean, we do. I think we both tend to do that where we get kind of snippy when we're frustrated with something or, or whatever. But, yeah, I'll have to. Okay. Thank you.
1: Thank sorry, you sorry. for listening.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and one other thing, though, um, on that on that note is because so if I I did say like okay well I think we both need to do this one thing is like okay if if you've noticed me doing this then make sure you say something to me mm-hmm. because like I said I don't yep. like confrontation so maybe I'm not bringing that to, to her attention like oh she could go okay I guess I didn't realize that I was doing that too um, make sure if you're if i'm doing something like that pr- please bring it to my attention because like i said it does it it doesn't sound it doesn't make you feel good to be told that you're doing something wrong or you've done something wrong but it also doesn't doesn't feel good to have it come back at you later and go i didn't even realize that i was doing something wrong yeah so if i'm doing something wrong then call me out in the moment yeah I, that's my i think i have found that that helps the most is in the moment Not in a um, blunt way, not in a distasteful way. Just like, hey, you're playing with your beard again, dad. Mm -hmm. Okay, yep, got it. Instead of stop playing with your beard.
1: Well, and the other thing, when you avoid confrontation, I mean, let's talk about that a little bit because there's been... It's in my notes. Perfect, great. Um, When you avoid confrontation for so long, things can build up and build up and build up and then finally when you do decide you know to let it out it can be pretty devastating um and we had we had a pretty awful history with that um not to pick on you but since we're talking about you know our own experience and our relationship um I would bug Christopher to death, asking him, you know, what's wrong? And he would, he would just keep quiet until finally he would kind of explode. And that's, that wasn't healthy for either one of us, you know, it wasn't good for me to keep pestering him, but it wasn't good for him to keep stuffing everything inside and holding it, holding it back. Just, you know, talk to me about it. And, um, we, I mean, we've seen that with, with other people too. We've seen that with our kids, you know? Um, everybody does it. We're all guilty of it. But when you don't address things, it just gives so much room for that to build and to that stress to mount. And it's, I mean, it's so unhealthy.
0: Well, and like Emily was talking about, you know, you stuff it in a box and eventually your box fills up. And I use that analogy. Like I was I was putting it in, stuffing it in so tight. I was turning into a jack in the box. Yeah. Um, and and so, those are scary. Yes. So and that's how they that's how it comes out. And avoiding avoiding something is not conflict resolution. No. That's conflict. That's kindling to the conflict fire. <laughs> I think whether it's like going to be that. how it's going to come out in one person or another. Yeah. you just avoid things long enough because like, as you know, like Molly was saying that that's, I was just kind of like, okay, I don't nope, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with it. And you know, I just kept stuffing that Jack further in the box until like, it just was like, well, you know, and then the last time that you talk, you remember when two months ago when you, you did this and,
1: Oh yeah. You would bring up stuff and be like, Two years ago, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, whoa, that's unfair. Like, I,
0: I don't even know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, that's that's another thing. When you are addressing conflict, it, it's, man, stay on point. And it's it's easy to get really fired up, but it, it's not, it, you don't want to be aggressive and you don't want to be passive. You want to be assertive. And, um, that can be really hard for some people, you know, it's, it's something once again that we all have to kind of learn and the longer, at least in my opinion, the longer you go without addressing conflict, the worse it gets. It, it really, really does. Um, and I'm one of those people, honestly, I, I even had this, I had a scenario last fall and I mulled over it for a couple hours, whether or not to say something to someone. And I was like, you know, it's just going to get worse if I don't say anything. And I ended up saying something and and it didn't go well. Right. I was the receiver of, you know, a bit of um, cold shoulder for about 24 hours there. But at the same time I have no regrets because I was honest and true to myself, and stood up for you know myself and what I had to say and um this other person came around eventually, and it was all good, and we were able to share each other's side of the story and um, work through it but it but it is scary when you when you you know have conflict with somebody or need to confront them about something because nobody wants to feel like they're quote unquote in trouble or being somebody's mad at them or somebody doesn't like what they've done or whatever it is. Yeah. You're twirling your beard by the way, honey.
0: Well, I know I was thinking I do that when I think. Um, so that's maybe that's why I do it so much. No, (laughs) you, you were talking about, uh, the, uh, conflict and standing up for yourself. So standing up for yourself is not defensive. That's not being defensive. Yeah. Standing up for yourself is standing up for if you're if you're standing up for the right reason. If you're standing up for yourself, being like, "Well, I can yell at the kids; they're my kids, and I'll yell at them if I want to." Yeah. That's no, that's not what I'm saying. Is if somebody's attacking you or whatever. Yeah, standing up for yourself is not being defensive. There's a lot of a uh, lot of different resources, a lot of different avenues. There, you know, people talk about all these different steps to take for conflict and I've kind of taken little pieces out of them, but I'm not one of those that goes, okay, step one, I have to do this. Step two, I do this. Yeah. And so that's, that second scenario that we ran, that's mo- how I respond is going, okay, like, okay, yeah, let me think. It may not work for, for somebody else. Yeah. If there somebody's like you know, says, Hey, can I talk to you? I don't like the way that you've been talking to the, you know, to the kids. Okay. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, I think, you know, whatever. So what you're saying is I, the way that I spoke to the kids was not the right, was not the right thing to do. Um, there's lots of different things, lots of different tactics. If I, i w I'm going to say this and I'm going to emphasize it, so here's the the asterisk, the bullet point, whatever you want to say. If you have found that your your relationships, whether it's a marriage or, or a parent-child or anything, if you are that defensive person, if you're that person who doesn't have that healthy conflict ability, healthy ability to resolve conflict, however you want to say it, uh, please 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 please, please find somebody to help you uh, because so Molly and I have we like I said, we did this through the marriage course. this was not a simple like, oh, okay, this was a, this was good information. Now we're gonna completely change the way that we deal with conflict. This was a long um, drawn not drawn out that's not a good way to say it, but this was a long, process for us. And I'm also going to say that, um, it was also having to deal with a therapist before who she was, you know, trying to get me to have these healthy conflict resolutions, how to, how to deal with things. So I've been going through lots and lots of different, uh, avenues, listening, working with different people. And that marriage course was just kind of, uh, final, I don't, I'm not going to say final. It's not final because we're still working on it, but it was a, an eye opener for us. Yeah. So that was our weight of dealing, kind of putting an emphasis and underline under what we really needed to work on.
1: Well, I think it was helpful too, for us because we were doing it together And there wasn't, you know, you, you didn't have an excuse like, oh, you've talked to a therapist or something and I have no idea what you've talked about. And so you can just throw whatever, you know, she said, you know, just be like, whatever, I'm not going to deal with this. With me there, we are holding each other accountable because we both are going, oh, yep, we, we are guilty of this. Oh, hey, Christopher, you do that. Hey, Christopher, I do that and we we know what we're doing so and a lot of it too i do want to add that and it's something that um you know i was i was speaking to a good friend about it's when we have conflict sometimes it's not necessarily what somebody has said but it's how it makes the other person feel. And why are you laughing over there Christopher?
0: I'm a hamburger. <laughs> I'm a frankfurter.
1: Oh boy. Anyway, um it's
0: some of you listening may understand that.
1: Yes, some of you, but maybe we'll see. Anyway, I don't know. Sorry. If you do, please let us know because we we will give you more of that stuff. Anyway, um but but that's one of the things, and Christopher and I have had these moments before where he, he says something, and I'm like, you have to understand that this is how I am feeling. Like, do you understand how that made me feel? And he kind of has to collect himself and look at it in a different way. And and I've done the same thing too, but it's, it's really, gosh, going, wow, I the words that I said hurt that person and they, they feel really bad. And if you have that remorse for that, then, you know, you can apologize and continue on, but really kind of taking, taking that into account, I think in this day and age, um, we are with like everything that's going on. We're it, it's a very me centered society sometimes and we forget how we can make someone else feel um just by you know some simple words and um i think it's something we need to pay attention to a little bit more
0: yeah and it all comes down to like personal responsibility i think so you can like you know molly was talking about if i'm dealing with a therapist and she tells me certain things i can filter everything and then be like well this is what she told me and i because i want molly to hear my side
1: yeah. i don't
0: want her to actually know what happened but i want to filter everything through her uh, or, th- or through me so she doesn't get all of that information it's personal responsibility it's doing the right thing because that's the right thing to do if is it the right thing for me to give molly per, per parts of the information that you know hey how was your interaction and you know sometimes that's not it's not, it's not pertinent. It's not okay to, to divulge everything that you talk about, but you know, whether it's something that you have to do with somebody else. Well, my therapist said that I should come and kick you in the ankle. Well, that's not the right thing to do because that's not, you know, so it's personal responsibility. It's doing the right thing.
1: Yeah. And
0: I was going to say you were the way you were saying what you were saying. Um, our youngest came home for, from school. I I picked her up from school the other day and she was telling me about there, there's some kids at her school and their um, interactions, they kind of tease each other. And so she didn't realize that that's what this other person was doing. And they were making fun of her, I don't know, her shoes or her pants or I don't know, something. And so, you know, she said, well, I don't like the way that you said that, or she confronted the person and because she's a, she is the confronter.
1: Yeah, she is.
0: And the person was like, "Oh, no, I was just, you know, teasing you or whatever." And I told her, I said, "Well, you know, next time somebody does something to you, it's not okay. We don't we don't say things to people to tear them down. We say things that are going to build them up." And I said, "So next time somebody's doing something, if they say, you know, "Hey, I don't like your shoes." turn back and say, well, that, huh, I really like your shoes or, mm-hmm. you know, something compliment them. Yeah. And she told me yesterday, day before or whatever, she said that, uh, there was a kid in her school that was being really annoying <laughs> and this and that. So she actually went and complimented the kid and he was like, Oh, thank you. And mm-hmm. his attitude completely changed. Yeah. Absolutely. So like you were talking about, like this constant negativity, this me first, it's about me. That's, it's when everybody has that, you know, me first attitude, then everybody ends up being on the defensive. Everybody's going, well, no, what about me? What about my feelings? Okay, well, yeah. What about your feelings? Mm -hmm. So,
1: It's funny. um, She was telling me that same story. And this morning we were talking about it on the way to school and how good that kid must have felt. And I told her, I said, you know, I had a compliment yesterday and it made me feel so good. I came home and told dad about it. But in all honesty, I have no idea what this person said to me. Um, it was some sort of term that I had never heard before. I did figure out it was a compliment because she finished it with, and you can go tell your husband that. And I was like, okay. Um, but I still have no idea what she told me or what it meant, but it made me feel happy. So, because it, it was a good thing,
0: 80, but yeah. 80% of how you say, or the way you, say, I don't know. Can't remember 80% that. of all conversations are nonverbal. So anyway, we're going to be wrapping up here, but I think, you know, it kind of gives me a, an idea that we need to, maybe we need to address uh, personal responsibility too. I think but so too. I, again, I'm going to emphasize if you are dealing with any of this, if it's like, okay, yeah, I need to start taking a look at the way I deal with conflict or the way I interact with somebody else, or there's this one person, I'm, you know, that spouse or kids or whatever then please go talk to somebody and be like, okay, I need to work on this. Yeah. I just, we're What we're trying to do is get people to, to kind of recognize that, get to that point where we recognize like, this is not healthy.
1: No, well, and to be a better version of yourself, because no matter how scary it may be to, especially if this conflict has been going on for, weeks, months, years, in fact, um, it can be really scary to bring it up and talk to someone because everybody talks about, oh, let's just keep the peace. That was, you know, growing up. It was keeping the peace. And that is so unhealthy because then that's just festering inside of you for forever and at some point like christopher said that jack-in-the-box is going to pop out so it's scary we agree with you um because i i mean still christopher and i we get oh gosh i got to bring this up or got to talk to him about that or whatever but it's so reassuring and you feel so validated when that person actually listens to you and um, you can work through it and move on. So it's it's a relationship saver for sure.
0: <laughs> oh, cool! All right, uh, we are thanking we are thanking you. We, we are, are thanking, thanking you. you. We are thankful that yes. you are listening to our pod, listening to the podcast. So thank you. If you have any comments or questions or um, ideas for topics that you would like us to discuss please go to the go to the contact page and let us know the is a little different looking now. It is going to tell you it's Topher wood. Uh, that is, um, accurate. all of it. Yes, that is accurate. Uh, but there is a link to the podcast on there and yeah, you can go to there, go to the co- contact page and let us know all your comments, questions, concerns, anything like that. So, Again, thank you for listening, and until next time, God bless.